Hey guys, before we dive into the show, I wanted to tell you about my new trailer music toolkit, which is 100% free and you can download it right now over at richardprin.com forward slash toolkit. This toolkit contains... Firstly, my perfect trailer cue blueprint. It also contains a handful of one-shot samples, like huge trailer hits, pings, plucks, brahms, booms, transitions, and downers. Perfect for beginners, pros, and everything in between. Okay, let's get into the episode. With one microphone. Welcome to the Trailer Music Composers Podcast. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Trailer Music Composers Podcast. Today I want to talk about something, well, it's quite personal, I guess. Uh, I, you know, admittedly, most of my episodes are kind of personal because it's me talking about my experience as a composer uh, writing for trailer music. And this episode, I want to talk about losing passion. You know, losing that spark, because it happens to all of us. Uh, and also, you know, it's it's really interesting for me, because, you know, I always wanted to be like this really successful composer who you know, and my idea of success was earning a decent living from writing music and being able to spend time with my family and kind of do whatever I wanted. Tick done. <laughs> what no one kind of says to you is, wait a second, there might come a day when you go, meh. <laughs> and it sounds terrible saying it out loud, you know. Uh, it sounds, you know, really uh, ingrateful and, uh, you know, ungrateful. I'm not, I'm not being ungrateful about my situation. I want to clarify. Of late, I felt a little lackluster when it comes to writing music. I felt a bit uh, like I've been losing my, you know, va-va-voom. I think that's the second time I've said that in two episodes. This is, you know, it must be a Thierry Henry day for me. Uh, I've lost that kind of like, urgency that drive and uh, i've been feeling like i've just kind of been painting by numbers which you know any of you who've done painting by numbers is still very fun <laughs> but uh it was, it was it's been losing something for me recently uh of late i should say and and i want i wanted to talk about this openly because i think it's really important for you guys to hear this that you know what sometimes you just can't be bothered. <laughs> and it's not a bad thing. It's not like this is the end of my career type of thing. Although, you know, if if I was that way inclined of thinking, I might, might think like that, you know. Uh, and it's not the first time I've thought, you know, maybe, maybe writing music isn't the thing for me. Uh, and I want to put a caveat to that thought because it isn't the thing for me. Creating stuff is the thing for me. And getting to think creatively is the thing for me. That is my real passion. Thinking creatively, creative problem solving, etc., etc. And when I don't get to do that, that's when I lose interest. And that's what's been happening for me. I've fallen into that trap of, well, I know what to do. 
and I want to pump out as many tracks as possible, as quickly as possible. So bosh, 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 shosh, tick, 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 done, 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 done. It feels like I'm running through the motions. So how do you get out of that funk? You know, how do you get out of there? I mean, I've been here before. And, I, you know, I luckily I am stepping out of the door of this particular room right now. Uh, and that's why I'm doing this episode, because obviously I'm not in that moment right now. Where I'm like, I don't want to write music anymore. I don't like it. You know, I'm I'm past it. So I can be like, great, how did I get out of it? You know, uh, and, you know, it was partially through the help of the amazing team at Elephant Music uh, for highlighting a couple of things to me uh, and reminding me how important learning is. Constantly learning. The danger of becoming someone who talks about a subject like they know it very well is that your ego starts to think, yep, you know everything. Tick. Even if you don't really believe that, there's a voice in your head that goes, yeah, you know everything. Done. You don't need to learn anymore, son. And I think that's absolute boop. We should all be learning all the time. Always. I mean, actually, just, uh, just a couple of weeks ago, one of... I got one of my fellow composers to give me a masterclass in mixing and mastering because I'd kind of forgotten about some things and the stuff we went through. I was like, ah, oh, damn it. I know this stuff. But the learning process was kicked back in. I was like, oh, yes. Ah, yeah. Because I've been running through the motions, I've been sort of ignoring steps. I've been trying to find the quickest path from A to B rather than the, the most effective path from A to B. And I've forgotten how important learning is. Because learning opens up the playing field. It brings out that kind of like childishness of like, I don't know everything. Ooh, what's that shiny thing over there? Run, 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 play, 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 board. Ooh, what's that shiny? That's what learning for me is. It's running from shiny thing to shiny thing, playing with it and seeing what you can figure out. It's like, finding puzzles and and seeing how to crack them. And then, oh, I've cracked this one, done. And the problem was I was running through the same motions that there was no puzzle for me anymore. Or if there was a puzzle, I was ignoring it because I didn't want to focus on it. Like certain mixing, mastering things, I was ignoring it. So I was like, ah, I don't want to focus on it. I wanted to, you know, crack on with the writing, creating, because I know creating for me is the, is the thing. But I forget that if you create... This in the same way over and over again, you lose that element of play, that element of the unknown, and the element of feeling like you are expanding. Expanding is such a great word, because I think in our lifetime, we want to always expand. And I'm not talking about our waistlines or, you know, our egos. I'm talking about in a positive way. We want to expand our minds we want to expand our mindset. We want to expand our positivity. We want to expand our love. We want to expand our light. All of that stuff, all the positive things, we want to expand and grow. And for me, learning is like feeding a plant. It's feeding me, feeding my creativity. And I'd stopped doing that. And for me, learning isn't just kind of sitting down and watching someone else do stuff. It's also 
exploring new tools, exploring new avenues of expression, searching those unconquered peaks. It's really interesting, isn't it? It's kind of like if the, uh, a visual analogy is like that you say to yourself, my goal is to get to the top of this mountain. And you spend years climbing this mountain. You get to the top of it and you go, yes, I've achieved my goal. And you look around and you go, oh, well, here now, what do I do? And I've talked about this on my other podcast, Composed, as well, uh, where I've talked about you need to make sure that your why is there constantly. Why are you trying to climb that mountain? You know? Why for me is that I feel like I'm growing and creatively expressing myself. You know, I'm sure like the most of you listening, writing music became a form of expressing myself in ways that I couldn't do with my words. You know, as a teen, as a teenager with all this sort of pent up anger, frustration, sadness, you know, all that stuff that we all have as teenagers, music became my like, ah, this sounds like how I feel. And art became my, this looks like how I feel. And that's still really important to me. And the danger of going through the motions and coloring in by numbers is that I'm not expressing those things and I'm not sort of searching to express those things. I'm not saying I have the same issues I had as a teenager. No, 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 no. Uh, although, I, you know, I think everyone still has a little bit of those same issues. Um, but that's, again, that's one of those interesting things is that those issues that we carry with us throughout life are the driving force for our improvement. You know, for instance, say I've always had a back problem. I'm always looking for ways to ease that pain it's to itch that scratch no scratch that itch <laughs> you know that type of thing so if any of you are experiencing that like i can't be bothered anymore look at what you're doing and ask yourself am i running through the motions am i doing the same things over and over again just to do those things just to tick a box of saying I've written a track, which is very important. But if you are not feeling that drive, that like urgency to write, that pull, that passion, and perhaps you need to find ways to reignite that spark. And for me, yeah, that and my writing, that comes in the form of watching trailers, buying new libraries, listening to other people's music, and of course, taking more time for myself, you know, creating space for that energy to come in. So ask yourself, if I'm fit, if you're feeling that way, and if, in fact, actually, if you're not feeling that way, it's really important to keep this on your mind at all times. And this is something, again, I've forgotten, much like the certain mixing things I asked my friend to help me with. I'd forgotten it all, or at least I was ignoring it. It's kind of like how we all know that meditating, going for walks outside, uh, you know, and getting good night's sleep, we all know that's good for us. We don't always do it. In fact, often we don't do it. And it's the same here. I know it's good for me to buy new libraries. I used to have a 
almost like a routine of when I started a new album, I would buy a new library and it kept every album fresh for me. But I stopped that. You know, I'm not going to blame lockdown and COVID, but the last two years have been really weird for everyone, haven't they? And, uh, you know, creatively kind of, it brought a lot of anxiety to the world. And I think that anxiety may be permeated into creativity as well. Blimey, I didn't realise I'd go into a lockdown chat. <laughs> it's only half ten in the morning. Blimey. Anyway, I, I digress. I wanted to open up to you guys because I noticed that when I do open up, it resonates with a lot of you. And uh, I feel excited about my work again. Again, through the help of friends and colleagues, reminding me of the important things of learning reminding me that I should be searching to improve. Not for the sake of improving, but for the sake of keeping me excited. For the search, for the hunt. Although hunt sounds negative. Well, that sounds kind of cool. Makes me think of watching The Witcher. Um, The wild hunt, you know. Uh, Oh, exciting. Anyway, So I want you guys to have a think. What things can you do to keep that spark igniting? Can it be something as as straightforward as listening to new, new trailers or buying new sample libraries? Or is it a simple case of I'm going to take a week off? Because for me, you know, obviously holidays of the last two years have been a bit, uh, different from usual uh, and it used to be a case of going on going away for a week not working coming back feeling refreshed and renewed and excited about working again could be something like that could be a case of uh, I don't know limiting yourself I mean that is another tool I often use I, I start a new project and I say I'm not allowed to use these I have to use only these. I know Christian Henson does that in his with his writing as well. I think it's an excellent tip. So have a think and write a list about those things that, you know, keep you excited about your work. I think it might also be worth doing a bit of journaling, guys. You know, sitting down and writing openly with yourself. You know, not editing what you're writing, just blabbering. You know, oh, I feel rubbish about my work because of this, this, this. I feel sad. I feel this. I feel all the feelings. Let the feelings out. And then you'll suddenly get to a resolution. If you keep writing sort of maybe a couple of pages, you'll find it there. It's there. I hope this has helped some of you. If it's helped one of you, cash back. Because I think it's really important that we open up about these issues as creative people, you know. I'm not I'm not saying this is writer's block at all because it's not I can still write at the drop of a hat but it's it's the loss of excitement which is something else altogether I think or is it maybe it's connected I don't know um so find ways to keep yourself excited about your work um I've bought some new toys and uh, I'm going to limit myself to only using new toys 
<laughs> and uh, see what happens. And I'm excited about it because it's always oh, new presets. Oh, it's, it's new sounds. Oh, it's new ways of mixing and mastering because I'm not used to using these sounds now. So how do they sit with the mix? How does this work? How does the... all these questions start coming out? This little curious seven-year-old me starts sort of asking all the questions. Why? 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 There we go. The excitement's there again. I hope this helped, guys, and I hope you have a nice week, and I will see you in the next episode. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for listening. I have something really really exciting to offer you. I've put all 12 of my trailer music courses into a bundle called the Ultimate Trailer Music Bundle. And I've put it on for a very, very special offer. Head on over to richardprin.com forward slash trailer music bundle to get your hands on this awesome deal.